Welcome everybody to the Inside Pass, another week of racing talk. Um, as always, our panel is here and uh, we are live and cooking and uh, kicking cooking. I, I uh, instinctively unmuted Noah and I guess, or unmuted Noah and I had to mute him because he about died next well, to Randy. Uh, th- because I wasn't, I don't know because why. Because Randy said cooking. Well, I wasn't you expecting. He got excited. And I, I wasn't like, expecting the the show to kick off. Just, I mean, I knew we were coming to it, but I was taking my sip. No. I was taking my sip of drink right <laughs> as the boom, 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 and it made me like jump, and it like hit the back of my throat and went down my throat the wrong way. I almost choked on it. I mean, and you've been, actually been here consecutively for the last the last like I know. three weeks, and so. and the last two weeks coming off of races that I was at, I still made it back. It's true. That's true, and you so. still don't know what time we start. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, another week. We're, hopefully, we'll be joined by our guest uh, here in uh, in just a moment. But uh, oh, well, in the meantime, oh, Tom has his bell back. He locked himself out of it the other week. The bell, the bell and the buzzard. Oh, so the they're, buzzard. They're, they're both uh, we're back in business. Back in uh, hopefully fresh batteries in that thing because uh, I'm sure at some point uh, it'll get uh, in ha- it'll come in handy. Uh, so anyway, we'll be joined hopefully by our guest here in just a few minutes. Uh, but in the meantime, let's go ahead and uh, kick off and uh, start talking about. Uh, the weekend of racing, uh, it feels good to have everybody kind of back in in the swing of things. IndyCar's back, F1 was racing, NASCAR was racing, uh, the trucks race on Friday or sa- Saturday. Friday, sa- Friday, Saturday, Saturday, yeah, Saturday. Um, so You'll uh, get there. I'll get there eventually. Uh, I'm a day behind everybody else, but I'll catch up eventually. Um, but uh, it was good to have uh, everybody uh, in action. The races at, uh, at Martinsville on uh, on Sunday. Denny Hamlin again, another dominant performance, just like uh, much like the week beforehand, and. Uh, Came up short again this time to uh, Alex Bowman. So now three of the four Hendrick drivers are in the playoffs. And uh, interesting to me, coming here, I was listening to uh, uh, SiriusXM, and they talked about how we're, what, a third of the way through the season right now. 16 drivers will make the playoffs. We already have eight of those 16 spots claimed uh, by drivers who have won a race this year. So uh, it's going to get pretty hectic here. I have a question to propose about Hendrick Motorsports. Okay. I bet it's the same question I was just about to Do you think this is the best Hendrick Motorsports lineup that they've had? (laughs) Best? Like all time? I guess if you want to go there. Mm. It's definitely, I think, the best in the last decade. Oh, I think so too. I, I it's just think the most competitive. Well, I think that they've Decade. all lined. Well, I think that the cards have all aligned to make them the best performing. I don't know. Maybe I don't know though. Because I think how would you how would you rebuttal? Well, if you if <laughs> how would I rebuttal? I, is that I think that's improper use. Oh, of English. well, probably Randy's how rubbing off rebut? on me. Uh, I think um, if you go back ten years though, you have Junior Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, but they uh, Johnson didn't. Johnson and who would be the fourth one? Who Casey, I Casey, Casey or, or Mark Kyle Martin. or Mark Martin. But they oh, no, still no. haven't. No, Martin yeah, would be ten years. Or... Casey, I yeah, think. Casey. But the only person to Casey. produce a lot out of that was Jimmy Johnson. And, and Jeff. 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 I like, I like how you. Were... I like how you added a question to Andrew. Casey was the only one who ever <laughs> uh, lagged behind in that group um, in the later iteration of it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He but got a brickyard I, and a win at Kentucky, didn't he? In, I, in his tenure at Hendrick? Yeah. He got, I, I mean, think, five wins in five his time wins? at Hendrick. I think five we can six. say that this group would be the strongest in the last maybe five or six years. And yeah, definitely. C- certainly, I think the timing 
of you know the coming together of the of of the 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 chassis and all the changes that they made to the Chevy nose the last year or two, combined with bringing in Kyle Larson, um, and and William Byron having Rudy Fugel. I mean, you just again chemistry is everything, timing's everything. I mean. This is definitely a Hendrick Motorsport. I mean, put it this way: when Chase Elliott is the driver who hasn't made the yeah. playoffs out of the four, I think that speaks volumes. Do you think they have the potential to be the best driver lineup for Hendrick because they're on they're on pretty rapid pace right now? Well, again, maybe one of the better seasons, but mm-hmm. for in a while. But I mean, gosh, best driver. Also, also, like, I don't. I mean, that's a big. I know you put Junior in that lineup, but he didn't really do much while he was at Hendrick either. Well, See, no. I disagree with well, that. I think Junior had, Junior started off slow, yeah. but I but I the last couple of years, the the last two three years before he had the head injury, mm-hmm. he was you know he was actually on par to run for a couple of championships. And even sixteen before he he was out for the rest of the right. season, he had multiple second place finishes already yeah, by that point. Them. Yeah. yeah. The head injury he the really top. is what hurt him in the last couple of years. Well, I think anyway. even within any um, what, incarnation of the of the team of four, there's always a weak link, sort of I quote unquote uh, right among now it's them. Chase so, Elliott, right yeah. now, yeah, right now it's exactly. our defending right champion. Now it's the defending <laughs> champion. That's what I was going to ask. Who I mean, has if, seen that coming? If you go back to the previous, like we we talked about, you know, I, I feel like Casey Kane was the the weakest link when he was on that team. Junior, at moments, I mean, he had his brilliance, but he was. Not the consistent, the, the most consistent of the other guys uh, for a while, and you can probably go back even further to, you know, before those guys' time. But I mean, back then it was Gordon and Jimmy, and that was, you know, that was pretty much the Hendrick team. Everybody else was just playing for, you know, leaf-covered balls yeah. at that point or whatever. But well, you know, so, I, mean, I, I so <laughs> tennis balls. I'll I'll add a follow-up so, question to that. Sure that you what okay, anyway. makes this lineup so? <laughs> Tom needs a, I, I'm listening. Con- but Tom needs I, a container the rest, over there. The rest no, of the room has not has to stop paying attention. What makes this driver lineup so competitive? Because in recent years, we saw Hendrick up until last year, maybe the year before, struggle with the Camaro body. Mm. You know, they were slow. I, uh, they would only get maybe one, two wins a year uh, out of the whole camp. You know, what make what's the difference? They I haven't think, really changed the car. I think body. Tom. Yeah, Tom <laughs> hit on some of it with the 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 new the few things that they have been able to implement over with the Chevy body this year, and I think chemistry among the teams. Um, we know Chase and Allen have chemistry. They're obviously n- not doing too well right now with a couple rule changes that they're adapting to. Is what I think that is. But bringing Rudy Fugel in with William Byron, plus again the competitive cars. And now you've got Cliff Daniels with Kyle Larson. They've been able to really work together well. Greg Ives and Alex Bowman have a lot of time under their sleeve now. So I think just the combination plus the the overall jump in performance that's obvious certainly helps. Let's back this up a minute. So the if you go back about four years or so, they lost a lot of middle management personnel. So they got behind on the competition side. So then... You you have to catch up there, and then it it took them changing to the newest nose for the for the car to be as competitive as it needs to be. Now you take Chad Knauss, make him over yeah, all the teams, too. and start bringing. In. This is a combination of personnel off the track and and the and and drivers on the track that's brought them back to where they are now. Absolutely, and it also proves that it's not so easy to defend the title. That's oh, by true. the way. Well, I think this is the first year in a long time where you don't know which injured driver is going to be up front. I mean, yeah. they're all competitive. They're all running in the top 10. Yep. 
Um, whereas in the years past, you it was always one driver every week that was up front. One of the Hendrick cars, one of the Hendrick cars was always up front well, and doing good. And now it's like you know one week it's Bowman and then yep. it's Byron and then yeah. you know here comes Chase well, and then there goes Chase and then you know because somebody. we're on the Hendrick subject, who do you guys think is the leading Hendrick driver right now? Because I personally think it's William Byron. I think well, it's I, mean, I, I would I would Kyle argue Larson. it's Kyle Larson. Yeah. See, yeah. I know I'd Kyle say Larson. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'd say Larson. I mean, I really don't Byron, know. Why would you Byron, say Byron? Byron is the top Chevrolet right now in points at fourth. He's coming off of seven straight top tens. He's got the most consistency of them all. He has been up there near running uh, leading laps or leading laps in every week since his win. And he and Rudy have just been on fire. Richmond has statistically been his worst racetrack since he started in the Cup Series. No better finish than 13th his first year. And and then he pulls off a top 10, runs top 10 all day. That I think they're a, they're a sneaky team. But if you think about all of the bad luck that Bowman had, you know, at various times during the early part of the, Even the season. Last I mean, so, yeah, some of the some of the races that he had bad luck in, he was actually doing good and potentially could have beaten those guys. So I, I actually, I, I honestly think that three of the four guys are pretty even in terms yeah, of where they yeah. are. It's right now. Chase is yeah. just yeah. one of those, you know, so guys. That's it's just certainly hard to pick a favorite. So, so, so where does Chase need to improve? Oh gosh, he needs to win. <laughs> yeah, <he's, laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, that, it's easy to say that, but you know, you have all these cars uh, doing well, finishing the top ten. What is he missing? I mean, he's, he's a top. He's a yeah. he's a fifteen. I he's truly, a tenth to fifteenth place car right now. He's yeah, not a top. I 10 truly car. believe that there were a number of uh, changes over the off season in terms of inspection and things like that. Wheel templates in place. I think that maybe they had an advantage or an upper hand in that area. Well, that, that could also they're, be. They're yeah, having to true. work against right. now. So could very well. They be obviously right. did have an advantage last year. Something they were doing right yeah. was good, and now they don't. And it could be a case too because look, I also I, want to bring up we haven't made it to the road courses yet. So that's where Chase well, Elliott well, exactly. well, for the first Daytona. 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 And he did do well. He could have yeah, won. He did that, do but. well, yeah. yeah well, and, won, I mean, but Chase was, rain, rain screwed Chase. But he was rain faster. He was faster at he was faster everywhere last year, let alone not not even just the road courses. So he might shine at the road courses this season, but he's lost overall performance. I think you gotta else. give this a bigger data sample, guys, because I think that there are more competitive top ten cars this year. So I think it's making some guys maybe look a little worse or whatever. You've just got more competitive cars. Yeah. I, I think I, I think if you if you go another three or four races and Chase hasn't had kind of a breakout to get back into top five contention, then maybe you can make that case. But um, he could go out and win Talladega this weekend. Who knows? Well, and then right back in it again. I really don't think that you can compare a lot of what happened last year to this year because if you think about last year, we ran you know two or three races a week. You know, you know what I mean. Like they, they well, were, they were consistently going yeah. and going and going. And this year, there's a break between each race, so they have well, time like to said, regroup. There's more competitive yeah. cars. Yeah. This yeah. Year. They have time to, to you yeah. know, sit and have Hamlin their team meetings. Hamlin and Harvick and hit it big last year, oh, and yeah. just kept winning and winning yeah. and winning and winning. And, and right. this year, everybody's caught back up. SHR is dead in the water. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I mean, and, and that, he's ooh, not, the red alert, the red alert is going off there. Hey, Eric Almarola, sixth. Uh, for, for, I mean, this yeah, week he needed, a, he needed that. He did. He, the whole team we only have thirty seconds like left, but I, Denny Hamlin <laughs> is the next person that comes to mind, and we'll talk about that when we come back because that's a whole another situation. There's so many too. topics on this list. Oh, I, yeah. I feel I feel sorry for him already. Um, we are going to step aside and take a break. Uh, I, we're hopefully we'll be joined by our guest here in just a little bit. We'll uh, see if I can get him on the line here while we're on commercial break. We'll come back 
And uh, on the other side of the break, uh, we'll, we'll try to talk to him. There's a lot of other stuff going on outside of the world of NASCAR that I really want to get to, F1 in Miami for one. Um, and we will do all that when we come back. The Inside Pass on WSIC returns right after this. Sorry. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Do not provide them with any form of payment or information. Report the call at oig.ssa. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'll come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. So Chris Rice posted a tweet earlier. Apparently today is was National Hangout Day or Hanging Out Day or something like that. Some slang term for you know doing something. Anyway, um, he he posed a question on Twitter asking, I guess, fans to to vote on which colleague driver they would want to hang out with for the day um i don't know what the results were but i i, I bet it was aj i'm 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 betting aj was 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 the one yes but who are you picking Uh-oh. 
I don't know. I, I would say probably Justin Haley. I feel like he'd be yeah. a fun guy. To See, be I, I, I've, I haven't like hung out with Justin for a whole day, but I've hung out enough with him. It, it uh, tracks in his younger days when he was running like K and N and trucks and whatever. Where um, you just never know what you're going to get with Justin when you talk to him because he's liable to say anything. Oh, and no. he's, he's just funny. I'm he's not much funny of a guy. hunter, or else I would go with Jeb Burton. I just right? want to hang out with yeah. Chris Rice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, let's see. Go there you go. Now that yeah, way. There you go. That's true. All right, let's uh, let's go to the hotline and uh, bring on our guest uh, for the evening, a, a good friend of our shows and, and a, a fantastic journalist, and we love uh, following all of his breaking news stories and uh, uh, and, and everything that uh, he does in the media world from the Sports Business Journal. Our buddy Adam Stern is on the hotline. Uh, good evening, buddy. What's going on? Hey, not much, guys. How you doing? Pretty, pretty good. We were just uh, talking about, uh, I guess today was uh, National Hanging Out Day. We were discussing who we would uh, – Chris Rice posted a tweet. He brought us back from a commercial break about who we thought or who the fans thought uh, they would like to hang out with from the colleague's table. Do you have a pick, Adam, if you could uh, hang out with one of the uh, colleague drivers for a day, who it, who it would be? One of the colleague drivers? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, you know, I'd probably be cool to hang out with uh, Jed Byrne and go to Cheddar's and uh, talk about that sponsorship <laughs> they got going on there. It seems like a pretty cool sponsorship, so uh, I'll take Jed Burton. You're uh, you're all about the free food. It doesn't really matter what you're doing. Yeah, no, you know what I mean. Jeff did a good job to uh, land that sponsorship, and um, you know it's kind of they've been Cheddar's has been doing more in the sport, so uh, it's kind of you know they're one of those interesting consumer brands where you know they can kind of consume. You, I think you saw Mike Joy talk about this a week or two ago about how big consumer brands are to really help grow the sport because mm-hmm. they can talk to the consumers about. It, and they got a lot of them, so. Uh, you know, if I had to pick, I think I'd go with Jeb and just talk to him about that deal. It's, uh, it's an interesting one. It's the business answer. I was going to say, did you notice how Adam managed to tie a perfectly non-business question right back to business? He's, he's, he, he never The work never stops with Adam. Yeah. He's, he's, he sleeps and breathes the business side of NASA. Right on script, right baby. Right on script. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Um, let's talk about uh, the biggest news story uh, of the week, F1, announcing that they're going to run in Miami. A 10-year deal starting in 2022. Kind of begs the question for me. I mean, we've obviously now we've got Miami on the schedule. We had Coda uh, in the in the middle part of the country. When are we going out west? Because obviously, F1 wants to expand in the United States. It's a big enough place that I'm sure we can find somewhere to run on the West Coast. Um, are you are you hearing anything about what F1 might want to do now that they've got Miami secure? Where we're going uh, maybe next? Yeah, no, that's kind of the next big question, of course. And, and I mean, obviously there's a lot of tentacles and, and elements, that, you know, specifically related to the Miami project that are fascinating and worth talking about as well. But as it relates to kind of the second race, and, and you know, that it is, this is kind of part of what the answer is going to be, is like the second race may become like a rotation. And, um, you know, with getting a 10-year deal, that's kind of the first hint that, Miami is not going to be rotated out. Okay, so they're going to have two races in the U.S. annually, at least. Um, moving forward, it could maybe even go up to three, but Ooh. you know Miami's not going to be part of maybe a rotation. So what you could see happen is, you know, maybe Coda goes into a rotation with some other tracks. Come, correct and, me if you know, I'm wrong. Say, this is the last year for ahead. the Coda deal, right? That's exactly right. Yeah. And so, you know, Coda's wow. got to renew their deal. And, you know, it's interesting because I'm not as dialed into F1 as I am, you know, uh, NASCAR, IndyCar, because it's not based here. But, you know, from just gathering from what I've talked to, you know, my, you know, the few sources I do have in the F1 world, along with reading some reports from F1 media, 
Um, you know, there's a report last week from Joe Saywood, who's done a lot of different stuff in F1 media, including also uh, writing for Auto Week at times. And he had a piece in Auto Week saying that, you know, there's chatter in F1 that, you know, maybe they're not as keen on Texas at the moment. Um, so, you know, it'll be interesting to see, obviously, you know, I don't think Coda is going to by any means be completely out of the equation in terms of, hey, we're never going back to Coda, but could, could a rotation start where maybe we go to Coda and then the next year we go to Indianapolis and then the next year we go to Las Vegas? And then to your point, you know, is there a fourth one involved somehow, the fourth year in Los Angeles or something like that? See, so, to me, Adam, I. Something I, like that could happen. I've got to believe, Adam, that Roger Penske is going to want them at Indy. And so if Coda, if this is Coda's last year. I would be willing to throw a little bit of money on the counter here to say that uh, the next announcement you get is that in 2022 they're going to Miami and Indianapolis. Now, again, like you say, maybe there's more tracks involved in this eventually, but um, you know, I just feel like Rogers gonna gonna want that allure, you know, at, at Indy. Roger definitely does. You know, from my perspective, I was trying to take as much you know, information into accounts possible, whether it's public or private. So the one thing I would note from that perspective is, like, I, I didn't I didn't watch the press conference. I didn't have access to it. But um, after they made the announcement Sunday, uh, the, the CEO of the Dolphins and the CEO of F1 had a press conference in Italy. And at one point, I guess apparently um, the, the CEO of F1, like, kind of claimed that it's essentially a coincidence that Coda's deal is up after this year. And he's kind of right from that regard because, you know, um, I'm not sure exactly when F- when Coda's deal was struck, but, you know, they've been trying to go to Miami for years. So I'm not sure. It's, it, it, it could very well be a coincidence. And I guess what he was kind of trying to state there is that, you know, maybe Coda's not immediately out. It's just because their deal's up after this year, the deal that, you know, the year we got Miami done, maybe Coda's not. So, so, again, I, I'm not sure yet. We'll have to wait and see what happens. Is he just posturing publicly at the moment? Because he doesn't, you know, there's a chance Coda comes back and he just doesn't want to, you know, make them look bad publicly. But maybe ultimately a deal doesn't get done. So who knows? Maybe that does happen. So we'll have to see. I think the jury's still out. It's too early to say for sure that Coda's definitely out next year. But what I do think is fair to say is that it does. There, there's increasingly a lot of smoke around the notion that, first and foremost, I've had it confirmed on the record. I mean, and, and he's done it elsewhere. Roger Penske has that. They're, they're bidding for F1. So that that's not even a secret. Yeah. What is a secret is Las Vegas. Las okay. Vegas just got reported last week. They had been rumored a couple years ago, but they really had fallen off the radar of any published media reports that they were chasing an F1 race. So that came out again last week. That That's more like in private, but Roger Penske has made it clear. So, again, I think the, you know, long story short, the key thing we'll have to watch out for is does a rotation start, you know, and, and Miami is the key part of the fulcrum. They have a race every year for the next 10 years, as long as that deal doesn't go south, and maybe it can go south. We can talk about that as well. But if it doesn't under their current plan, Miami every year, and then do we go to Coda next year, you know, final year for them, and then the year after that we say we're going to Indianapolis. Uh, you know, not we mean, but, but right, we mean right. F1. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, the year after that we're going to Vegas. I mean, these are the things that are possible. So um, it's very interesting, and we'll have to see exactly how it plays out. Yeah, Vegas wow. was the first thing that came to my mind whenever we talked about. West can I get your is. Can I get your thoughts on the track layout? You know, what do you think about them going right around the uh, Hard Rock Stadium and picking that? Yeah, area? I mean, you know, one thing that you can always kind of look out for in situations is like 
to give you a little bit of a sports metaphor, and this might be a little bit absurd if we're talking about racing, but like kind of like similar to tennis, where like on your first serve you're more aggressive, and then once you screw that up, you know your your second one is is less aggressive because you got to get that in or you lose the point. F one almost took a similar route. Um, their first serve, so to speak, they tried to get the downtown Miami race in proper Miami Biscayne Boulevard, like over oh, the bridge. Oh, okay. And and that was a couple of years ago, and that didn't work. Like it it didn't. You know, they had some political support, but not enough, and, and some residents revolted, some businesses revolted, and that failed. And that's part of the reason why the project took years to put together. And so ultimately, even though Stephen Ross, the owner of the Dolphins, was always involved, their first swing in it was, let's do downtown Miami proper. Then that failed, and so they basically, in my opinion, in my judgment, essentially said, hey, being in the Miami market in a less than ideal situation in a less than ideal spot is still better than not being in Miami at all. And so what they've essentially done, in my opinion, in judgment is they've just kind of taken the B option, which is not as ideal. And, and that includes probably the track layout and the track itself is not going to be quite as ideal or quite as eye catching as what they originally had planned. That's not to say that I have quite enough technical knowledge to say that's going to be more boring, but it's certainly at a minimum, not going to be quite as eye catching as what they had originally planned. Um, you know, it, is it going to be more boring? I'm, I, you know, I would have to more like talk to like a true motorsports track expert to compare what they two, the two look like, you know, and to, to get a true good judgment on that. But, you know, there's certainly some thought, some, some notions I've heard from people in the motorsports community, like, Hey, they ended up in Miami gardens, which is 15 miles outside of Miami proper. It's around a football stadium. It's not quite as visually eye pleasing. So, you know, you, for you guys to bring or anyone to bring up the notion that there's like some concern out there that this isn't quite as amazing as hoped or planned or even touted, that's true. There there is that notion out there, um, but we'll just have to see how much they can deliver. You know, I mean, they're clearly going to get a huge crowd. I think next year, barring anything going wrong with like the pandemic and stuff, because people are going to want to see it for the first time. But exactly, you know, they have yep. a ten year deal, so uh, they, you know they're going to have to. They're not going to have any issues. I think getting people out there the first year, but to get people out there for the middle to long term, they're going to have to deliver, and the jury was is, is still out on that. Yeah, it's going to take a lot of planning. Obviously, a successful first year, you know, is going to. They've got nine more years after the first year to, to make it right and keep it right. So, it's a um, but I, I, boring. Well, I know, but I, I know. <laughs> yeah, but contracts are contracts are also made to be broken. Right, so exactly. if, well, if things hit the fan, that too. You well, know, who knows what can happen? Now, I'm not saying it's going to necessarily happen in this situation, but. They're planning for 10 years, but they, they can't have things go south immediately. Right, they, need, right. they need this event to deliver if there, things could go badly. And so um, that's why it's interesting to keep an eye on how it goes. But overall, I mean, again, clearly, you know, these guys are skilled business people, and they've said, hey, it's better to be in this overall market than to worry about ex- the exact location that we're at in that market that's true that's true adam thank you so much for uh, for joining us and uh, giving us all the stuff about f1 and uh we'll have you on again really soon okay sounds great thank you so much uh, no problem uh, we are going to take a break we'll be back more than the inside pass right after this how to be a great dad in 15 seconds bike ride go fish walk in the park phone call milkshake play catch picnic fly a kite tell jokes laugh talk read a story tell a story bumper car swing set bowling pillow fight cut loose stay tight Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
automotive technicians, and auto service trainees. How would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. How fast has he been in about three weeks? Yeah. Well, welcome back. He's the, the, the background song is "One Little Victory," and that's exactly <laughs> what he's looking for right now. <laughs> One little victory. Oh, uh, the things that we talk about during commercial oh, breaks, gosh, guys. Yes. Uh, Peter, have you said anything all show? I really don't think so. <laughs> I just noticed that. <laughs> like, oh, by the way, in the Peter, Peter's here. You know, Peter's here. Like talking. You know, you yeah. know, Noah. Uh, n- Noah's normally oh, not you here. Do. Oh, okay. At least, what, what you want me, what do you I think thought you were going to be like, Noah talks all the time. So no <laughs> one takes up all that, too. I, I would assume that Peter's enjoying the show. He has a smile on his face. At least he's being entertained. I just assume Peter gets all of his talking points on the ride here because, you know, yeah. he spends so much time <laughs> Rem- Remind me to say this, and then, remind, and then you know, we forget that he even exists. We were, the reason why we were saying that is because Noah's trying to sell his, his uh I'm just trying something. to give him away. My, my, well, nobody wants my honey cash. Just throw him away. Well, I don't want to do that. You said you don't want him. You said well, you wanted to trade them, and I thought my my first thought was is that I know somebody who would love to take those for a top fifteen, and that would be Bubba Wallace. Oh, so. yes, that's true. Murdoch said I should sign it and give them away. I was like, what's that going to do? Put a cent on it? It'd probably devalue it. <laughs> devalue, <laughs> probably. 
chicken devalue dollar roasted cashews. You'd like the cashews. Um, yes, I see there, Statesville. There was some uh, <laughs> some breaking news that happened before we came on the air yes. uh, this afternoon. Warm yes. news. Jennifer Joe Cobb was supposed Lukewarm. to run the truck series. No, is it the Xfinity series? Yes, the Cup series. Yes, Cup series. Yes, the Cup series race. She's jumping. Oh well, or tried to jump and you know right yes. into a well, deep she pond. was jumping a lot this weekend. She <laughs> she was supposed to start or uh, make her uh, her cup debut this weekend at Talladega, but NASCAR said, "Uh, uh-uh, not gonna happen. Uh, you have to be more competitive than you are right now." They said um, they basically. knew before Richmond, but eh. apparently they were told before Richmond. Basically, it was a nice way of saying you're slow. I'm sorry, and you're Jen, too slow to run. Television. I don't even That's know if it was slow. It. We've seen some slow people drive a cup car. I think she just wrecks. Cody most anybody uh, in Rick Ware cars. <laughs> Derek Cope, like NASCAR did cite her. I think ten you know, or eleven. Hey, wait, hey, well, Peter's trying to talk. Let him have his moment. <laughs> NASCAR did say how she only has like ten or eleven lead lap finishes in almost 150 truck starts. So they. Cited her not true? being competitive. Well, she would quit trying not to run over Norm yeah. Benning at well, Martinsville. NASCAR <laughs> claimed it was decision on performance and quality. So, um, more. <laughs> but how do you let Cody Ware drive a car? <laughs> NASCAR, they've been, they've been more stringent with uh, cup protocols and approvals. You're and slow. apparently she was okayed years ago. but Before not, you were slow. <laughs> before, before we knew you were that slow. I, I, I won't. I won't. Dang, Randy. I, won't Wait, speak I mean, that's what, that's what it is. It's NASCAR's way of saying you're slow. I won't speak for Alex Bowman, but I bet he would rather have Jin Joe Cobb out there than Quinn Hoff after this Sunday. Oh, yeah. That's very true. That's, true. that's probably true. That's very true. Um, so it was Jen. So you're the, telling the protocol me she, changed yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. So that's what I think. Like, so she was approved years ago. So like she's devalued. So, she's so devalued. stock is devalued. Much like after like a year, you have to reapply, right? After a year, if you have not raised, you have to reapply. Ah. And so everybody and, else was, must have been grandfathered in, or they ran every race at so 30 miles an hour. Knowing that she was told before Richmond that she couldn't do that, and then Rec had brought out about three or four cautions at Richmond, do you think that yeah, was some like, bad day. You know, but speaking of Dega, somebody that actually gets to make his first cup, uh, career start, yeah. Harrison Burton. Yeah, about and the Gone Brothers car. The yeah. so he gets, he gets to be in the 96. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's really cool. It's cool. He and Cindric will both jump over from the Xfinity side. Uh, you know what? No, Cindric's not running Cub this week. Oh, did it, was he not on the entry list? No, he wasn't. Timmy oh, okay. Hill's running, not Cindric. Oh. oh. This is the oh. this is one of the tracks. We, we talk about Talladega and Daytona every year. These are, these are two tracks where anything can happen, so don't be surprised. Harrison Burton ends up with at least a top ten. I mean, that's going to be a trouble. Yeah, he certainly <laughs> could because he's going to be a he's part of the, the Toyota train. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, no you, know you know that JGR is going to give him a, the equipment that he, you know, Absolutely. he's a JGR driver. He's going to get better equipment than if somebody else was in that Got Brothers car because yes. it's a JGR car, yeah. JGR prepared car with a JGR driver in it. So he's going to get better equipment than anybody else that would be in it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's. A, I'm happy for him. It should be uh, interesting to watch. I think it's the start of a of a move because we know 2311 wants to expand next They'll year. They'll be buying that charter and taking and that team over I next year. I think that Dex Imaging would love to go cup racing maybe next yep. year, and this might be the start of entry into it. Yep. So I, I completely well, that's agree. That's a good point. Well, let's let's stick with JGR and talk about Denny Hamlin since uh, that's – the other one of the other drivers like that have had 500 years of a lot of success. he's led over 700 laps this year and has not seen victory lane he's finished second more times than anybody else he's he has a record for most second place finishes without a win in a season isn't that the story of Denny Hamlin's career though 
Yeah. Just, you're absolutely right. Just and that, he's not being mean, yeah. but I mean, you're he's absolutely right. All, I mean, how many times have you been second in the championship or been in the final four and hasn't won a championship yet? Yep. Even though, you know, typically, like last year, we went to Phoenix, which is one of his strongest tracks, and he still didn't win the championship. So um, it it's unfortunate for Denny Hammond. You know, he's getting frustrated. You can tell in his interviews, you know, he, he hates finishing in second, but. I mean, to that I say, then go win. I mean, you, you have. I mean, <laughs> but you know, it's, I mean, it's it's uh, it's mean to say that, but it's absolutely true. You have dominated the last two weeks in a row, and you yeah. still haven't been in victory lane. But Peter, here's the deal: we got we got Denny Hamlin and we got Kevin Harvick, the two biggest winners from last year. Now, obviously, Hamlin's had a better season by and large than Harvick, but. Um, Getting out of the starting gate, it's like, man, neither one of them are able to win so far. Like, what's the deal with that? Denny has had chances to win if he's if he he's the bumper. If he gives that bumper hasn't. more, he could have moved Logano for the win at Bristol Dirt, and he could have moved Logano yesterday. He gave Logano two love taps, should have given him the third to just scoot him out of the way before that last call. <laughs> he wanted Joey to threaten to fight him again. <laughs> and Hamlin said post race that you know we asked him about. Would you rather be in Bowman's position in victory lane, or would you rather be in your position like 50 years ahead in points? And uh, Mike and, Nick DeGroote. Yeah. Don't even. <laughs> but, but yes, and and so he said, I well, with a not very – I bet he would have had a smile if he was in victory lane. But, yeah. But with a blank face, he said, I like where I am with points. That's what matters ultimately. So. But yeah. you can also be good on points and lose it in the final race if you can't win a race. Oh, yeah. For sure. He definitely could, but I think that he's racking up so many points, and if he keeps on this trend, he'll be assured to the championship. It'll be like it'll enough. be like Harvick was last year, where all the playoff points he had accumulated during the season carried him all the way to the final eight. Yeah. Or was he in the final? Was he in the final four? No, he was. He missed no, it by a point. No, yeah, so yeah, one he missed point. it by a point. So, um, all right. Well, so with five minutes left, let's do some buying, buying and selling. Uh, so like cashews. <laughs> Hopefully we can actually, we can actually accomplish this though. As opposed to can selling. we buy and sell Noah? Okay. Well, I've been here for three weeks. When can I earn my respect again? He's, he's been up on eBay for like six months and nobody's hat. even oh, been on him yet. So we started the bid at a penny and we still haven't gotten a, bit of, a, a hit on it yet. So um, maybe it's his profile. I'll start picture. paying you. <laughs> You need to start paying Nick the night. So buy and sell. Anyway, yeah, let's let's get back to buy and sell. Uh, uh, <laughs> Got to rain the Chris, show you want to you want to do the topics for us? Oh, I guess I can. Let me pull up the sheet here. Uh, buy and sell. I noticed an interesting comment Lee Diffie made during the IndyCar race. Also, also congratulations to Alex Palo for the uh, yes. win. Palo. Uh, Lee Diffie called Barber Motorsports Park the Augusta of motorsports. Are you buying or selling that? And if you, I mean, I would love Tom, to. Tom, you start. I he was know. waiting on that. Yeah. <laughs> the Augusta Motorsports, based on what? There's a hole somewhere on the property? I mean, gosh, you've got Indy. You've got all these beautiful NASCAR facilities. You've got uh, Road Atlanta's beautiful. VIR is beautiful. What in the world is Augusta-ish about Barber? And, I mean, you talk about the um, greatest day in motorsports. You know, you've got Indy, Charlotte. And Monaco, where's Barber? Well, yeah, because that's true. Because if you say motorsports, you're encompassing the world too. Yeah, you got all these beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, what is it it's about that, Barber? It's that expensive English water that they drink. I think the world that we diffy, but that one came straight out of left field somewhere. I'm not sure where he was going with that. One. I think we need to ask him. There might be some sand. I think somewhere. he's just a little too excited to be back in a booth and not, <laughs> yeah. not, not watching from home or exactly. on monitors from COVID I have protocol. To zoom, have to zoom chat it all yeah. the time. He's like, it's really beautiful. I've been missing the booth. <laughs> 
<laughs> it looks a lot better than last time. That's very true. And I, I, I second that from, from, from Thomas. Well, you, you're, I, who knows what you're thinking. <laughs> yeah. As someone who has been to Barber, though, because I went to the Motorcycle Museum there once when I was down in Talladega, it is a very beautiful facility, world class, and it's right off the highway near Birmingham, Alabama. Beautifully manicured lawn, so I'm sure that's what Lee meant. But the Augusta? Mm. I mean, maybe he just got caught up in the more moment beautiful of being in Alabama. Than Indy. <laughs> that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> The motorcycle museum was really cool, but the racetrack, not exactly know, my cup of tea. That's a stretch. We'll so, call it a stretch. What do we, what do we think of, uh, is Kyle Busch past his peak of his prime? Is he, is he now on the downside of his career um, at this uh, point? No. See, here's, here's the interesting thing about that is if you, if you look at it in terms of can he still drive a car and win, of course not. Yes. But if you want to look at it in terms of, okay, his cup career, okay, and you look at everybody that's having success this year, and Kyle's not, it's not that he's had no success, but, you know, he's, flying under the he's radar. struggling right now, yeah. Still. and he struggled last year. Yep. So I would almost argue that in terms of his cup career, he's probably going toward the... <laughs> he's the, trending downward. You know, yeah, he's starting to just tick downward he's a little not bit, not same. in terms of ability, right. but just in terms of results and yeah. uh, the number of years he has left to, to go do his he's thing. He's trying to so, focus on getting a baby sister or brother for Brexton. Well, yeah. and bless them both for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's an, it's, that's just a whole other really um, emotional thing that yeah. we could discuss. Yeah, but sure. yeah, I just feel like, Kyle, um, that's not necessarily an unfair statement to me if in terms of his career as a whole is he headed you know past but he can still certainly win races and win a championship i just think that and you could say i could say the same thing about harvick there's not as many years left as you know you had a couple years ago to win a win a championship peter i don't think kyle's hit his peak yet most drivers hit their peak in late 30s early 40s and kyle's still five eight ten years away from there so i still think he can get back to his winning ways he's voiced his displeasure for this package in particular even though he did win a championship in it. I think with next-gen car, I think he can w- easily win two, if not three more championships and a load more mm-hmm. races. See, I think if he likes the next-gen car and does well, I agree completely. If he doesn't, <laughs> I think that he'll quickly – well, obviously. But I think that he'll it's quickly like, he'll quickly uh, maybe want to hop over to the, to the truck series side and just run his own stuff and, and compete for championships over there. Yeah, so that's know. what he said he's wanted to do. When he retires, that's right. his plan. He wants to be the first so you think he'll retire pretty quickly if he doesn't like the next-gen I think Cup? I think that – that he'll give it a few years, and if he's not if competitive, he, he yeah, will. if he's not competitive, then you know, he's going he to go, all go winning, try to be so. competitive. Yeah. That's true. All right, we are going to step aside and take our uh, last commercial break. When we come back, we'll do fantasy NASCAR, and we got a couple of other things that I want to make mention of. We'll do that when we come back. The inside pass returns right after this. How to be a great dad in fifteen seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. 
if you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at Values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hi, my name is Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. We'll talk about Eric in just one second. We're going to do fantasy NASCAR real quick, but I do, do want to say we Wait, do have what? I have to make mention that someone took my honey cashews. I finally got them, and you're getting a T-shirt from Chris out of it too. Yeah, somehow and it had nothing to do with it. I'm I'm relieved. Uh, Anyway, back to the show. <laughs> back to the show. Um, <laughs> Tom's giving me the stink eye. Like, really? No, I'm just you, confused. You've had like this like narrative about honey cashews since I the I wanted top to of the give show. the audience closure, okay? What? If, what? if <laughs> I, I promise you that if tomorrow morning, or I guess Wednesday morning, since we record the show, on Wednesday morning, if planters, uh, if the stock in planters goes up because of you and your ability to it sell honey roasted peanuts, I'm going to be really angry. Oh, it obviously will. Yeah, because you're Well, hey, GameStop stock went up, and Planner should, too. It's very true. Fantasy. Anyway, uh, well, actually, I was going to say congratulations to Max Verstappen uh, on winning uh, the F1 race uh, over the weekend and John Hunter Nemechek winning the truck race um, because they were the only two people we haven't talked about. uh, Well, we didn't really talk about Alex Pillow winning the IndyCar race either, but while we're on it, I'll just give him a And Jimmy Johnson finished 19th in his debut. (laughs) One lap. Two laps. It was eventful. eh, It was eventful. I mean, at least he didn't flip it. At least he had. That would have been dodged the big one on lap one. Then again, there were two cars that did go in the air this weekend. That's very true. All right, let's get 
the fantasy real quick. Uh, Talladega this weekend, Xfinity and Cup. No trucks this time. We're we're on this you know rotation of <laughs> only running two series a week. Uh, so I won't talk about points because it's embarrassing, and I don't want to talk about Nick right now because he's on the show next week. Uh, so <laughs> Noah, um, we'll start with you. Uh, what is your picks for Xfinity and uh, Cup? Why me? Uh, because for, I felt like it. for for trucks or I mean Xfinity. No. <laughs> no, see you guys next week. Uh, no, uh, you're, you're excused. Yeah. We'll make Too your picture. Uh, for you. Cutting you off. <laughs> He's misconfused. You now get yeah, Cody Ware and oh, Quinn Hoff. All right, for Xfinity, I'm going to go AJ Allmendinger, and okay. for Cup, I will go. Uh, let's go with Chase Elliott. Hmm. That's, that's a good pick, Peter. For Xfinity, I'll go Justin Haley and Cup Matt DiBenedetto, two friends of the show. Yay! Woo. That'd be great for Matt. I'd love Bonus that. points if both of them win. Uh, Tom, what? Man, uh, took my Xfinity pick. Um, Who was it? But uh, well, oh. you know what? Uh, I'm going to just go with uh, Noah Gregson again uh, because sooner or later he's going to win, <laughs> and it's Talladega, so anyone can win. <laughs> and uh, let's see. We don't want to pick for Cup. You know what? I'm going to take a flyer here and go with one of the top drivers on Super Speedways. Upset special, Ricky Stenhouse. Oh, wow. He has not finished worse than 18th this season. If he doesn't wreck himself in the field first. <laughs> That's so maybe a long way from first, so that doesn't really make me feel any better. Dorothy's Dorothy, yeah. Dorothy doing decent. Anybody good for can win. So. It's not? good for Stenhouse. Uh, so for me, I'm, I'm going... Uh, <sighs> I'm going uh, Daniel Hemrick for the Xfinity Series win and Brad Keselowski for the Cup win because Penske has been pretty dominant. Brad's won four. Hemrick's cursed. Um, or he's won five uh, Super Speedway races in the last, what, six, seven races or something like that. So he's doing really, really good right now. All right, uh, Chris, you're up. I'm going to pick Michael Annette for Xfinity oh. and Ryan Blaney for the Cup Michael Series. Michael Annette. Two Pete wow. for Blaney if he Annette's wins this good, weekend because he's a defending winner. I'm giving Chris a bell for goal with an upset special in Xfinity. I, that, I, those picks this week are all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. That. Now, DeGroote will pick them exact. Even Talladega. He'll have exactly the right picks. Pick Cody Ware and he owns winning the race. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> Cody would have this best day ever. <laughs> Finishing in 37th instead of 39th. Um, anyway, um, right, we got uh, five minutes left. A couple of more uh, notes that uh, I wanted to talk about. Another buy or so real quick. Eric Jones uh, on, on pace right now to beat Bubba Wallace's record of five top tens for uh, Richard Petty Motorsports. Will he break Bubba's record, uh, Tom, buy or so? <laughs> um, will he break I don't know how Bubba's many he has. So will he have more than he has five two. top tens? He has two right now. Okay. Two. This season. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> the, the reason why Chris is laughing is because apparently there was a fistica, a UFC style you, fight you between guys are these lucky two. There's a table over Zoom, them. might I add, uh, because of uh, the debate between those two. So. Well, I like this. <laughs> don't, don't cloud his I want to imagine that you two are arguing on a computer because it makes me it makes me laugh to see that uh, image in my head. <laughs> anyway, um, Peter, what, what say you? I say yes. I think Eric Jones and that team have got something special going on. They finished top 10 in Vegas, and a lot more racetracks are like Vegas. So I'd say bye. The 43 gets seven or eight top 10s. Yeah, I'm going to go with bye, too. If you think about the tracks that Eric's won at, Talladega, Darlington, all tracks coming up in the series, and uh, we ran Talladega twice, so that's three more. So that would give him five, and he would tie. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm Does a tie count as a win? For him? <laughs> right now, yes. Is this probably. the NFL? Well, I mean, <laughs> just based on the fact that RPM Motorsports hasn't done that great in recent years, I feel like anything that, you know, uh, any top five finish 
depending upon what track it is, would be a considered a win for that team. Uh, Noah? Uh, yeah, I'll say Eric Jones has been more of a story than I thought he would be coming out of the gate this season. I mean, he has had consistent runs. They have talked about him, and I thought we wouldn't have even mentioned his name uh, up to this point running an RPM equipment at the prior to the start of the season. So I will say yes uh, as well. I think that they've been running pretty decently, and I think that they may continue that and, uh, and that he will pass. All right, so uh, we got a little bit of time left. I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about the SRX series. It's getting ready to uh, kick off in June, but uh, they've been making announcements left and right. Got a broadcast team now. Alan, Alan, Alan wonder, uh, Lindsay, wonderful broadcast. Uh, Lindsey Zarniak is going to be part of the team, and uh, they've got uh, Hench is going to do a Patrick. couple. Didn't they have of, uh, media day today? I believe Matt they Yoakum, did. Yeah, they did. They? They did. Uh, Matt Yoakum's going to be on there as well. Um, but the interesting thing for me is the homegrown talent entries that are going to be part of the series. Because every track they go to, time. they're going to pick a driver who that is their home track, and, and they're going to put them in the car and let them run a race with the SRX series. And I think it's incredible. I don't have the list on me. Somebody can wants to pull it up real quick, and uh, we can kind of go over them. But uh, I think it's an incredible idea and a really cool thing that uh, Tony Stewart and Ray Abraham are doing for the series. Well, this is what we were all hoping for when they did the series. I'm actually slightly disappointed that there's so many retreads in it. I would have liked more of the short trackers. I would have liked more of a short track based lineup um, of different uh, short track drivers from different disciplines mm-hmm. coming together. But um, but nonetheless, I, I think that it's good that they're getting Doug Kobe and there's a bunch of guys uh, on that list. Brian and, Brown's one of them. Um, yep, Brian Brown from uh, Sprint Car World. Eldora. Um, and, um, so it'll be, it'll be fun to see they're out, they're going to, you know, get a different crew chief every time. So mm-hmm. that, that'll be fun. Um, they're going to draw for their car and draw for the crew chief and, um, the broadcast team I like, I'm not sure quite why Danica's Danica, on it. Yeah. Um, you know, she's not a short tracker at, at all. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess, uh. I mean, she'll she'll probably be okay, um, <laughs> but I I think it's great to bring Bestwick back for Absolutely. sure because Absolutely. Alan definitely has been left out in the cold in all of this, uh, you know. NASCAR I was TV thinking about stuff him during IndyCar. the uh, IndyCar race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I miss him. Peter, it's did, good you, to see did you find the list? I couldn't find the list of homegrown drivers, but no. we've mentioned a couple of them. I just love seeing hometown stars compete at these racetracks take it up against guys like Bill Elliott, Michael Waltrip, and Tony Stewart. Well, that's the thing that I love seeing today is that Michael had on his social media, he, Bill, and Tony just sitting around holding helmets and fire suits, and I thought that was the coolest thing to see again. So yeah, it'll be really cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, what they, what Tony and uh, Ray Abraham bring to the table in terms of uh, you know getting the series off the ground and running. Everybody you know learn, yearns for a new kind of IROC type of series, and that's what this is, this series is going to bring. And you've got a good mix of, of dirt, and you've got asphalt tracks, and you've got all kinds of stuff on there. So and there's a lot of good talent yes. um, in that field. Hilo Castro Nevis and Bill Elliott and Paul Tracy, and, and you know, the list goes on and on and on of, of, of guys. And in then the, there's in the, Tony Kanaan, <laughs> Michael Short track expert. Um, he was a legend on so, tracks. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you know, yeah. I think it's going to be great, and no, I hope was. that they uh, they, they make that t- series uh, do wonderful things. Long All right, we ago. are got to get out of here. We will see you guys next week. Lead Lap is coming up next, and we will talk to you guys again uh, next week. You guys have – Nick DeGroote will be on here, by the way. That's, that's all i got to say. Well, I'll see you next week. Goodbye, everyone. 